This is a Kitty Pod production. Kate and Allie, Designing Women and Spencer for Hire will not be seen tonight, so that we may bring you the following special presentation. From Television City in Hollywood. Welcome to episode number 144 of the Keep It To Yourself podcast, and also our fifth annual Kitty Pod Holiday Shit Fest. This is the holliest, jolliest, and most above average podcast ever to hit your ear holes, and I'm your host, Jason Bullitt. I demand the hour, demand the power, too sweet to be sour. The regulator, innovator, dominator, creator, updater, plus the imitator, assassinator, baby. Demand the hour, woo, too sweet to be sour, Jack. And I'm coming to you, as ever, from the rolling and soon-to-be snow-covered hills of Saratoga County, New York. It's that time of year again. I gather old friends of mine and former guests of this here podcast to discuss all things holiday season and the year that soon will be, 2021. And given recent events, it can't end soon enough. Though, unfortunately, there's also going to be some after-effects from this year going into 2022. But just the same, even with all the bullshit going on right now, as we end this year, I hope this podcast finds you well and a good headspace, especially with the pressure to the holiday season and making sure everybody's safe with holiday gatherings, especially when you got non-family members coming in or members of your own household. Okay, I don't know what I was talking about there, but there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's get to the social media before I get myself in a deeper hole than I am now. Or somebody will want to put coal in my stocking. You can find this podcast on social media at keep underscore podcast on Twitter. No Instagram account. Not yet, though. Could be coming in the new year. Pay attention. There's also the Keep It To Yourself Facebook page where all those episodes go if you're on that platform. You can also listen to this podcast on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or your podcatcher of choice. If you have rating and review capabilities with said podcatcher, please leave a five-star ring and a good write-up. Put me on the nice list with Santa Claus, if you will. But in any event, it's that time of year again, as I mentioned earlier. It's holiday time. I certainly hope it's a good and safe, and I mean safe, one for you with this Omicron variant. I'll have some reflections on the year that was coming up at the end of the show. Now, this is a tentative list of guests, so take it for what it's worth. We're going to do like a hybrid model of guests here. First one I did over Zoom. You may recall last year's episode, we entirely took it to the internet and we had a broad range of guests, two of whom are back for return appearances this year. Jeff DeRossi and Jim Perillo. We're spread out all over the United States of America, but thanks to the power of the internet and Zoom, I've been able to corral these two from various parts of the country. And as if that wasn't enough, you're going to be hearing the first in-person interview I did in two years, oddly enough, since the 2019 Holiday Shit Fest with Adam Parada, a fan favorite. It's going to be great to do that again. So you got that to look forward to. 
along with all the usual trappings of a normal kitty pod episode. Also as an added bonus, just as the last several years, you're going to hear some friends of the show give their holiday greetings to you. And here comes one of them now. Please take notice. Hey, this is Frank from Talk House and Frank Lanley Social Club. Just wanted to wish everyone uh, that listens to the Keep It To Yourself podcast uh, a safe and happy holiday. That was Frank Sicari right there. You'll hear some more from others later on. I mentioned that this is close to a normal episode we're going to get given the subject matter at hand, and we'll be getting to that very shortly. But allow me a bit of vanity if I could. I've had a busy week, and this is where I talk about what's been going on in the life of one J. Michael Bullitt. Well, I've had myself a busy couple of weeks here. I mentioned doing the street walk and Victorian stroll last weekend, or the weekend previous, I should say. But this past weekend and week has been a very busy one. Two birthday parties in the family and one of a family friend. Or, well, not family friend, but somebody I was very close with and still am, even though we don't work in the same place anymore. The day of my dad's 75th birthday, I went over to my good friend Tony Goodhart's sister's house. His sister Mandy throws the party at her house every year. We didn't do it last year. We took it to the internet. But it was great to be back in person. Everybody was masked up, except when you were sitting down to uh, gnaw on Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's the only time of the entire year that I have KFC. It was darn good. Oddly enough, there's a Kentucky Fried Chicken within a stone's throw of my current workplace but I'm like, nah, just don't even bother. Why spoil everything on that front? But it was a great food. I must have really overdone it with the chicken. Everything had seconds, even though we were going to have family over at Bullet House to celebrate my dad's 75th birthday. I got a couple of DVDs from Tony, one for birthday, one for Christmas. I got the LeBron James Space Jam as my birthday present. And for Christmas, I got a DVD of this movie called Dream Horse, which I've never heard of until I got the DVD. But it's a story of this this small-town bartender. She gets her neighbors to pull up enough money to buy a racehorse and get out in the thoroughbred tracks and whatnot and make a real success story. Like I said, I've never seen the movie, but that's the synopsis as best as I could give it. So anyway, stuff myself full of food. Hope I try not to overdo it. Then... Right about 5 o'clock, my sister, her husband, and my nephew Hunter all came over and celebrated my dad's 75th birthday with cheesecake. No candles. We didn't sing happy birthday. And boy, oh boy, was I stuffed to close out the weekend. Now, that wasn't the only celebration. I am now 39 years old as of the recording of this podcast, or the episode thereof to which you are listening. And just two days ago, I'm recording this December 18th, 2021, this little portion I am now 39 years old. Guess what, folks? You know what's coming by this time next year. Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! Okay, so you're probably wondering, Jason, what did you get for gifts? Well, I got a whole bunch of gift cards. Got $50 worth of gift cards to Aldi's, two 25ers each. One of which I used already. The other has about 10 bucks left. Second of all, there is a Trader Joe's $50 gift card there. I have a lot more balance on that one. Cumberland Farms, 25 bucks, And a season's pass that is good on New Year's Day to my local mom-and-pop car wash. So it was quite the haul. And there you go right there. So getting ready for Christmas here. And before we get to the main event, 
as it were. I just want to close out the Stone Cold Lead Pipe Lock of the Century of the Week. Unfortunately, we end on a sour note, 6-8 and eight on the year. I thought Army was going to do it in the Army-Navy game. They had the better record. But good for my dad and I that Navy went out to get the win 17-13 over Army. So not a good season on the gambling front, 6-8. and eight. Well below 500. So there you have it right there. So ladies and gentlemen, that's going to take us to the holiday shit fest itself. We're going to start out on the Zoom front, and then we'll have Adam Parada in person, then we're going to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Just like an episode of the Dana Gould Hour. That's one of my favorite podcasts. So... Get ready for that. We're just going to go flip-flop, flip-flop. Hopefully this doesn't confuse you. Cheers to a safe and happy holiday season for everyone. Thank you, Anne-Marie Guglielmo. And may your kid have a long and healthy life. Now back to the show. So without any further let, hindrance, ado, delay, etc., we will take you now to the 5th Annual Keep It To Yourself Podcast Holiday Shit Fest and let's have some festive music, please. Maestro? Jeff, how you doing? Hey, happy holidays. Happy holidays to you, too. Just waiting for uh, Perel to show up. I don't know if you want to start recording. I know you uh, You got your father now, so we won't take too much of your time. Oh, no, no. I'm, uh, well, my daughter's here. I'm, I'm watching her, but she seems pretty content. <laughs> so I think, we better, I think we better tone the language down because, you know. <laughs> <laughs> she's in the other room. Age, I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet. Yeah, so. she's five. <laughs> but she she might look over and see Danny drinking a beer. So I'm like, oh, okay, I guess it's go time. Yeah, All she. Right, so. uh, I mean, she may more than likely make a surprise appearance. Well, we'll see. All right, folks, welcome to the fifth annual Keep It to Yourself podcast holiday hoop fest. Knowing that uh, one of our guests has her daughter nearby joining us from California. Is a now three-time guest of the old, actually four times. It's the one and only Jeff DeRossi. Say hi to everybody out there, Jeff. Hey, everyone out there. You're coming in real good. Man. Great. So, what's that? I, well, I dropped one of my AirPods in a puddle the other day. So mm -hmm. let me know if my audio starts messing up, and I'll I'll take that one out. Okay, you're coming in fine so far. All right. Great. So one thing I want to do right now is. Do this holiday shit fest, and there's one big topic. You know, last year you were over in Hawaii for uh, uh, not so happy reasons, commensurate of the holiday. But mm -hmm. uh, you're back in California. Is that where you're at now? Yeah, I'm in Sacramento. Back town. There you go. Yeah, and it's oh, I don't know if you can see, but it, the sun's just setting. Oh yeah, it's just after it's just after five o'clock. Oh, there's the green. There you can see a palm tree. There's a palm tree. 
Yep. <laughs> Jealous being here in state New York back home. Yeah. Anyway, it's actually freezing here. It was it was like 32 degrees this morning. Ooh. Okay, like, that was know, our high hour. temperature today. We had snow, freezing rain. You're not missing all that, I'm willing to bet. No, but I'll be back in your neck of the woods next month for like a week. Oh, that sounds good. All right. Well, yeah. We're gonna start recording right now. Oh, we've already started. So the one thing I want to talk about is Barstool Sports coming out with their list of 10 greatest holiday movies i saw that oh yeah always okay well i was going to share the well list. no no let's go yeah let's go through it can right, you, well, share, just, oh, you can I'll show just, me the list we'll just uh you can just uh we'll just go uh 10 through one and we'll just decide if we want our 10 in here i'll talk to parada about it later i'm going to meet him next week all right Great. number 10 movie according to barstool sports is bad santa that's the one with billy bob thornton it's a great movie all right, number nine. I haven't I seen it in a while. Have you, have you seen it before? I've heard of it, but I've not really seen it. Very raunchy, uh, very funny, very dark, uh, but, okay. but great. Do you think it deserves a spot on this list? I do. It's, it's, it's out there, and um, I've only seen it once, but I remember really liking it as, as dark as it was. Oh, yeah. So uh, let me get my microphone in here. All right. So number, would you rank it higher or lower than number ten? I need to hear the others first, but okay, well, I, I think it deserves a spot on the top ten. Okay, we'll get there pretty soon. Here, pretty hard holding a microphone in one hand. Anyway, number nine, Home Alone Two: Lost in New York. Macaulay Culkin. That was the sequel to Home Alone, and there was Watched a last night. I would become president and made a cameo appearance. Let's not mention him. <laughs> yeah I, I was wondering is he in a trump hotel or is he just is trump just walking through the hotel that he stayed who knows, Could be the who knows? yeah i mean I uh, by the way thought. so we watched home alone one and two last night so the pizzas that they order in home alone one cost 12 dollars each and i was blown away at the cost of pizza in the 90s i wish it was still 12 dollars for a large pie don't we all so, and that's with uh, toppings, because if you remember, they didn't order enough cheese for young Kevin. Oh, yeah. Well, by the way, we'll get to, well, we'll get to the, uh, this was a sequel of a movie that's going to appear later on the list. Number eight, Miracle on 34th Street. I don't know if they mean the original or the remake from 93. I'm guessing the original. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, I would assume the original and not one that I could ever sit through. So... Oh. Yeah, I don't. I, I get the nostalgia and all that, so I, I I assume not my cup of tea. But I would I would leave a spot on the list for it. Okay, well that sounds good. I right, leave a spot there. Number seven, a Christmas story, a staple of Turner Broadcasting for many years, especially they air twenty four hours from Christmas Eve to Christmas Day. Ah, uh, fragile. It must be Italian. Well, I think that's just fragile, honey. Oh yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Oh, oh yes. And did you know that there was a sequel that came out to that in 2012? No, I didn't. Neither did I until I was flipping through Amazon Prime a few nights ago. And it does not look good based on the preview. I'm glad I didn't see that. I'm like, I know now that you've mentioned him, like, I'm not going to see that one. I'll stick to the original. There is a sequel, a, a, a loose sequel to that. Um, where it's the same guy narrating and it takes place in the summertime and it's about uh, the kids battling tops, you know, like spinning tops. Oh. Yeah, yeah, but I'm blanking on the name of the movie, but it's good. Okay, well, that's not really relevant to the discussion, but thanks anyway. 
All right, number six, believe it or not, Home Alone 3? I've never seen that movie. Ew. What's that doing on the list? Come on, man. Yeah, Macaulay's not even in it. it ugh, no. That doesn't deserve a spot on the list. Take that out. Yeah, and yeah even, take you that know, right out. This new reboot? I mean, I don't care to see that now. I'm like, I, I don't think that's going to be on the list. <laughs> yeah, that looks terrible, too. Get that shit out of here. Mm-hmm. Okay, didn't hear that one. How was the kid? She's stopping discussion. Oh, she's five. We already mentioned it. Yeah, my paisan. What he got me this year? On the first day of Christmas, my paisan gave to me a ride in his Irox Z. I love that car. On the second day of Christmas, my paisan gave to me two guinea teas and a ride in his Irox Z. On the third day of Christmas, my paisan gave to me. I want all the listeners to know we have not been prepped, we have not been briefed, we don't know what we're talking about. I was. I was actually emailed a series of... Oh, you were proud of I'm kidding. These two more to talk like I did hit the record button. Welcome to part, the other part of the Keep It To Yourself podcast, Holiday Shit Fest 2021. Is We're living in a simulation, everybody's taking a drink, me included. I'm Jason Bullock, the host. That's Adam Parada, soon to be a dad time steward for off mic. Well, we have right. to celebrate. Yep. Her daughter, out. too. So Yeah, look yep. out. Watch, Watch out, out Pasadena. Yep. And that's Joe Bruno, the other guy talking. It's a kind of a Goomba Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably thinking to myself, am I the only one without any facial hair? Well, this is one, yeah, one of the masks I got here. It looks like Santa Claus. Oh, so I I've like really gotten the spirit. I like it. Anyway, we're here to talk to. I talked with Jeff DeRossi, and we have the 10 best Barstool um, Sports Club, their list of 10 best holiday movies. How's DeRossi doing? Oh, yeah. DeRossi's doing good, man. Speaking of kids, he's got a daughter of his own in uh, Sacramento. You talked to him via Zoom or live? Yeah, I talked to him. I'll talk to him live via Zoom. Okay. Oh, okay. oh live. Not in the flesh. You get it. Anyway. I've seen DeRossi in many years. Wow. Well, one of the first podcasts I remember recording was in this very building. But anyway. We're going to get to the Barstool uh, a little now, debate here. That's, go ahead, man. I have to point out, if you remember the last time we were joined guests, we got, we, we sussed out what the biggest news story well, the uh, biggest thing the to Millennium was. Big, well, biggest, or, biggest thing of the, twi- of the 2010s. Well, 2010. we're doing a list now. So oh, yeah. um, so that must have been pre-COVID, obviously. It, was, it, was it yeah, certainly was, came, man. Uh, we had ourselves a night. But we're here. we came to the very supportable conclusion that size Gangnam Style was the biggest thing to come out of the decade. Thing of the decade. Well, I think we know what's coming out of this decade, and I really don't want to talk about it right now. Let's keep positive vibes going here. The decade's young. Yes, it is. Well, anything can happen. But recently, Barstool Sports came out with their top 10 Christmas movies, and there's some debate here. Uh, I talked with DeRossi. We'll get you guys' uh, opinion here. We'll go from 10 to 1. Number 10, Bad Santa, Billy Bob Thornton joint. You know, I've never seen that movie. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I'm garbage. This is DeRossi's ratings? No, this was Barstool. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'll go over DeRossi's list. It's going to be a lot different here. He kept that saying at number 10. I spoiled it already. Anyway. All right. Number 9, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Okay. Good garbage. Nope. Don't like two? Nope. You're you're one purist? Well, it might. I like one. One's pretty good, yeah. It might come up on this list. You never know. It better. Number eight. I don't know if they said the original. I'm sorry. Number two's got uh, Donald Trump in the feature. Oh, I mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, Number eight is Miracle on 34th Street. I don't know if they mean the original or the remake in 1993. Barstool really confusing us here. Doo doo. Bad movie. Bad right. Tough critics. Which one or which one or either? 
Completely unbelievable. Totally unrealistic. <laughs> unrealistic. You could not suspend his belief to get through You know, movie. I think me and you may have seen the remake together for some reason. I feel the girl like. from Matilda? Yeah, hey, Meryl Wilson, that who you're talking about? Yeah, there, I feel like I remember maybe we saw it. Maybe our minds needed to have us calm down for two hours and we went to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a live performance of it. And a student from Saratoga High School was the... Really? I have no idea who that was. I don't know if we went to yeah. school. Was or... it Jay Bullet? No. It certainly was not. <laughs> All right, number yeah. seven, A Christmas Story from 1983. Oh, yeah. Classic. Yeah, classic. yeah TNT, Turner Broadcast, and they just... I don't know how a rating right now, but I get that two thumbs up, if that's a thing. I don't know. That's All right, okay, good. We'll get to whether this gets ranked higher or lower, but I think it's a surprise. There's a number one between all, okay. at least two of us. Don't spoil it just yet. Number six, for some strange reason, Home Alone 3 made the list. Yeah, I've like, never seen that. That's without Macaulay, right? That's the one without Macaulay. I'm like, what are you guys on about? Come on, yeah, yeah. we're going to get all right, all right. So, we'll get one of them. Yeah. Uh, gotta check it out. Once. They win. I think there's like five home alarms. They got a new one on Disney Plus, I heard. Yeah. All right, I'm intrigued by that one. All right, number five, Elf, uh, Will Ferrell. You know, one of the Elf. Garbage. Yeah, I think it's a little overrated, but okay. All right, number four, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, okay. yeah. Chevy, yeah, Chevy Chase and all that. Yep. Where was that? Three? That's number four. Number three is Fred Claus. This is like Vince Vaughn. He's like brother of Santa Claus. He's some complicated plot. I, I really have no interest in that movie. Okay. I got no yeah, interest. I'll give, give it a garbage rating. I've never seen that. Not Okay. Not certified unpressed by Joe Bruno, Mr. Rotten Tomatoes over here. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Home Alone, number two on the list. We're calling the original. Home Alone 1. Okay. I give that a thumbs up. Yep. Yeah, by the way, so wait, Airbnb for the holiday season, you can rent the house in which that um, that movie was Oh, shot. I saw that. You know, my sister got the Lego Home Alone house. Really? It's like 5,000 pieces. It's very Dang. sweet. Oh, I know what that looks like. A couple little Legos of the guys and everything? It's got the Wet Bandit's truck. No shit. Holy crap. Dude, Legos really got in their act together. Don't play with them, dude. I didn't see yeah. Very awesome. I mean, you might even see a tarantula in there. Did it come with one of those? I think it might. It's got the little... Um, <laughs> Uh, all like the booby traps and sets. It's got the yeah. little Christmas uh, ornaments, I think. First, on the iron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First Joe Pesci movie I ever saw. And it wasn't good. I was too young for Goodfellas. We all were back in those days. Okay, and so wait, number, number one, should we guess number one? Um, it's a. It's, it's an oldie. Yes, yeah, black and white. Yes. That narrows okay. it down. Okay. Any right, right, I got it. Wonderful. That's a wonderful. Oh, you got it. Number one, Adam Parada, Circle Guest right. Square. Yes, and the great Artie Lang is in that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that, I love that movie. It's it's great. I think that came out the same year as Bad Santa. Yeah, it's uh, uh you might be right there. Um, it's funny how now the the song "Baby It's Cold Outside" is like you know featured oh, in the movie heavily. In recent years now with uh, yeah, and it got it got me tooed. Oh yeah, so. Yeah, how funny things how funny things uh, don't look or something like that. Mm-hmm. All right, number four. This deserves to be on the list, in my opinion. 
National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. This deserves oh, to be on the yes. list. Oh, you remember last I, year we did the Holiday Poop Fest? It was you, me, yep. Carillo, D. Pedrick joined in late. And then mm-hmm. uh, what's this? And then uh, Cynthia, we had the two ladies on, Cynthia, Jenny, yeah, Cynthia and Holly. Here. Yep. Um, sorry, told me didn't hear that. Uh, happy holidays to them. Uh, that's a great film, man. You know, continue on the Nash with Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo and all the Amazing, rest. yeah. The silent majesty of a winter's morn, the clean, cool chill of the holiday air, and an asshole in his bathrobe emptying a chemical toilet into my sewer. And pretty quotable, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, such a great movie. How about Randy Quaid's performance as Cousin Eddie? Love it. He, he's hysterical. Those, those Quaid pretty. boys. Rapper was full. Want me to get you eggnog? Drive you out in the middle of nowhere, leave you for dead. <laughs> Start sadistic stuff right there. I know, amazing. Number three, Red Claws. I've heard of this movie. I've never seen it. I think Red Claws. Yeah, I've heard of it, but and it's what number? Number three. Number three. Uh, this gets the bronze medal. This gets the show play. When did becoming that's an that's nuts. Guy, what do you think deserves the least be on this list? Fred, Cla- Fred Claus, Fred Claus, Fred Claus, or Home Alone 3? I mean, Home Alone 3 definitely does yeah, not deserve to be on this. Here. Keep it moving. Because I'm assuming Home Alone 1's in the top one or two slot. Well, so, I'll mention that because guess what's number two? Home Alone. The home original. Alone 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, have the, you can't have three Home Alone movies on there. The yeah. first two are the only one that matter. Yeah, you can't have have like a third of the Home Alone movies that you have Star Wars movies. Come on, man. Right. Yeah. Wow. And number one on the list, and I think deservedly so. I'm acutely aware of the movie. I have seen it. I know the theme. It's a Wonderful Life. That's number one on the list. Top of top of the. Jimmy Stewart. You want the more? I'll give it a more. I want the more. I'll give it a more. That's my best Jimmy Stewart take to leave it. Pretty solid. Thanksgiving time. Yeah, then goes right through Christmas. And it goes and through Christmas and then right through New Year's. And you've got, you know, I don't think it's left off the list, and it's appropriate to get left off because it was released in summertime, although it's a Christmas movie. What's that? That is Gremlins. Yeah, June of 83. Gremlins. About the time Christmas I was born, Eddie right. Murphy and Dan Aykroyd were shooting down there. No, it's right in Philadelphia. number one. Look, man, I got your money. I got your pole. Measly $27 interest. Can you this numbers one through ten? Yeah. <laughs> this will be the second ten. Right. Well, oh, so could because is the gremlin a Christmas gift? Is the, yeah, the, the Mogwai is a Christmas gift. Well, yeah, Mogwai is a Christmas gift. An early Christmas gift. And then the, the movie's climax takes place on Christmas Eve. Yeah. 
Sounds like a Christmas movie to me. Alright, well, alright. Okay, well, Praying Places is number one. So now, now. are we going to do our own rating? Yeah, well, we'll start We'll start number one. It's a Wonderful Life certainly doesn't belong in number one. Absolutely. So. Well, where would it where would it go? We put Trading Places. Trading Places one? gets one through five. So we have to pick, we have to pick <laughs> the same. Yeah, one through five is all Trading Places. <laughs> I'll put number. All right, I'll put number two on there. All right. All right. Okay. So, the number two in this one is home, the original Home Alone. Where would we uh, put that? One? That's got to be. That's got to be like. This is with you guys a train place. We already picked number one. So. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't know. Home Alone probably would be tough. I haven't seen some of these movies on the original list. If I'm being honest. So. Home Alone one. Jude, excellent handwriting. Excellent. Thank you, Mike. As you're taking. Yeah, look at that. Well, Paul Malone would certainly be like, I'll put it in the top five. All right. We're going, where are we going four? All right, I'll put it four there. All right. Home Alone. All right, number three. We got to get Fred Claus out of there. I mean, yeah. I don't know what this point. Fred Claus, I, yeah, I, I hit the brakes. What, what would you put in number three? Christmas Story, I give it a high rating to. Okay. So, well, not, that's no trading places, but it's high, and it's, and it's pure Christmas, too. All right, would you put it? I put it in number three, yeah. Can you just shoot your eye out? Silent Night, Deadly Night? <laughs> oh, yeah. Classic where did that fall on the first list? Slasher. We can, set of Christmas. Oh, we can put like an honorable mention. This That's is a kind good of I would put that in my right top ten. It's certainly a Christmas movie. <laughs> it's a Christmas slasher. All right. Not, maybe not five, but I would put it at like nine, maybe. All right. This, this list is open to a man. We're not getting put as an honorable mention. Okay. That must be recent. Yeah, no, it's an that. 80s. It was an 80s slasher movie. Yeah. It's a good one. All right. National Lampoon's Christmas yeah, Vacation. This certainly has to go in the top five. Three? Up. Or where do we, we have We got the trap. I, I got the Train Places 1, It's a Wonderful Life 2, Christmas Story 3, Home Alone okay. 4, Christmas Vacation All right. 5. All right. But you know what? I'll just I'll change it up here. Christmas Vacation bumps Home Alone. Still in the top five. All right. There's going to be some other Christmas. Is one of the Batmans like a take Oh, yeah. Batman Returns. I'm asking for Christmas. My favorite Christmas movie. While you're talking, hey, you want to put The Godfather in there? Is that a Christmas movie? I guess it takes place around Christmas. Well, people, it's shown around Christmas. I think AMC does it, gives it the Christmas story. Too. I would put Batman Returns as it is. It is, it is kind of a Christmas movie. Jeff the Ross, I hope you're listening. This is the kind of crowd I'm dealing with here tonight. And what about Christmas specials? We're not including those. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, Muppet Family Christmas. Yeah, that's a whole other list. Muppet Family Christmas. Hey, Mickey's Playhouse Christmas special. That's a whole other list. Hey, Mickey's Christmas Carol. That was my favorite. That was my favorite growing up. Mickey's Christmas Carol. We're doing a Mickey Mouse. All right, so. There's the one. What's the What's the Muppet? Is there a Muppet? Like, what's. There's a Muppet version. There's a Muppet version. Oh, that's Muppet Christmas. I'll take the Family Christmas all day over that one. All right, Elf has got to be in the top ten. That counts on the list. That's where the Sesame Street characters show up. It's the most Christmassy oh, yeah. Christmas special I've ever seen. And then they go into the Fraggles. That blew my young mind. Fraggle Rock. So. It, it was like the first crossover. It's very Christmassy themed, the whole thing. Well, Elf's got to be in the top ten oh, here. Oh, Ibn Otter's Drug Band Christmas. Shout out my is that a full movie, or is that just I like a special? I think it's oh, like a that might have been a peyote freakout that you were yeah, on. Did I, I make that? <laughs> yeah, okay. That may have been a figment of my imagination. Shout out my brother-in-law. I think it was on yeah. Christmas that you had that. It was a peyote freakout on Christmas. Well, or, well uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, yeah, that's the that 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 man. That's got to be on there. I don't know if Christmas specials can really count. They need their own way. All right, well, back to conductor's business. Purely feature-length film for talking. So where are we at, uh, we're, we're going to the top ten here. We put the uh, Elf's got to be in the top ten. Where would you put it? What does? 
Elf. That's Will Ferrell. Yeah, I like Elf. I think it gets a little overrated. Uh, Will Ferrell. Maybe 10? Oh, okay, I don't know. Okay, so number I don't six. like it. I give it yeah, yeah speaking of Home Alone 3, that's got to get the boot. I, I can't speak on that. I've never seen Home Alone 3. Well, even Home Alone 2, I like. All right, Miracle on 34th Street. Old Roger Ebert here. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah, let's keep that. Well, we got some room here, unlike Karachi. It was pretty easy. How did he, what did he think? Customers. Oh, we'll see his, his ratings after. Well, All right. Okay, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Uh, that's got to make the list. Even sure. Less. Put that on as, what do we have, 8? Is 8 open? 6, 7, and 8 are open. All right, put that as 8. Okay, Home Alone 2. All right. Now we got Bad Santa, so I don't know. This got pretty low marks from uh, Mr. Bruno I've never seen Bad Santa. Is that Billy Bob Thornton? Yeah. I never had either, so we'll give it one more. There's got to okay, be ones so. that we, that we no, not thinking. Okay, that leaves six and seven open. We're just going to... It's a true story. I think Bad Santa is actually based on the truth. Bad Santa is a biopic of a bad oh, Santa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey. I don't know, Jay. What are we missing? Um, we are... Uh, we're missing two movies right now, so... Six and seven are open, so now we're just going to associate the wall and see what six. Well, there's, there's the classic is Die Hard, a Christmas movie. Oh, yeah. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. There's a little party that takes place on Christmas Eve. Yep. Bruce, you know, Hans Gruber starts some shit. Right. It's Bruce as much a Christmas movie as Gremlins, but I consider Gremlins a Christmas movie. So let's put Gremlins on there, too. Do we have Gremlins already? No. All right, let's put Die Hard and Gremlins as the movie. Okay, I honestly can just count Gremlins because most of the pratfalls of the film are based upon Christmas. The dog gets wrapped up in Christmas lights. Right. The yeah. lady answers remember, the door for Christmas yeah. carols and gets thrown up the stairs. The on promotional chair. image of the movie is like gremlin all wrapped yeah. up in Christmas lights, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Okay. I think we have. I think we have uh, the definitive list. Here. All right. Well, for Brad and Bruno here, Dorothy might have my rear end for this, but who knows? Train places number one. There's no dispute in that. No. Nope. It's a Wonderful Life comes in at number two. I'll put that on our combined list here. Okay. Christmas Story comes in at number three. Put that in there. Alright, Home Alone, there was some debate here, but I think combined all edge out to Christmas Vacation. Yep. Yeah. Another portable movie. Jump Debbie Chase like Oh yeah. They bring in the tree and like, hey Clark, what are you gonna do with that tree? He says, bend over, I'll show you. <laughs> oh yeah. That's I thought about that the right. drive up here yeah, it was That's a classic. <laughs> yep. Alright, I'll put um, Die Hard in at number five. Cut. Home Alone comes in the top ten controversy of the season. Number seven. All right. This, now, wait, this is the combined rankings. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Power right, rank. So it's like a BCF nine. ranking. Yeah, kind of. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, Die Hard at number five. Okay. Geez, he's, uh, all right. Well. I'll put Home Alone. Right, I'll put Home Alone two at number now, ten. Did Darossi have any that weren't on the barstool list? Oh yeah, he said honorable mention was he put the, the Jim Carrey Grinch. He put in. Oh yeah. He put in Mickey's Christmas Carol, but there's some that. Oh, okay. That's more of a Christmas right. special. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's more, a Christmas yeah. special. Sorry, Jeff, that's a Christmas special. All right, this is the one with Jim Carrey, not the one with that uh, French actor type fella.
quarter blood thing. Do that, a quarter blood will drop out of person's body. Got how you beat on a cop. Wasn't no cop, man. Cops. Look, nine, ten cops. She got ten cops in that chamber. Which bad dude. Thank you, boy. I'm surprised. I guess there isn't. There's no Christmas Carol on there or okay, any version well, of. Why do you think should replace Home Alone? Actually, I got a little uh, pen and paper. So, almost the microphone. I mean, I think the Nightmare Before Christmas deserves a conversation. Okay, so let me write this down here: the Kitty Pod Ten Best Holiday Movies. Okay. Uh, right. Also, uh, the Santa Claus. Oh, with Tim Allen. <laughs> Yeah, I think that could. I mean, that definitely beats out Home Alone three. Bought that back from Home Improvement, like. Yeah, have Richard Carn there as the elf. It's tool time. It's kind of funny. Like you, if you kill Santa, you get rewarded with becoming Santa. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of funny there. Awkward silence. Anyway, okay, so we're gonna do what we consider to be. The Kitty Pod Top 10, and we haven't heard from Perel yet, so hopefully he logs on before we sign off. We don't want to take up too much of your time here, Jeff. So, oh, no, I'm, I'm, where would you I'm put, good. What would you put at number 10? What would you rank, uh, okay, uh, Bad Santa, higher or lower than 10? Or actually got to be higher. Yeah, I think, honestly, for, for simplicity's sake, I would just swap out Home Alone 3 for the Santa Claus and call it a day. I think the list is pretty pretty solid. Uh, also, no, I would also get rid of that Fred Claus. I've never seen it. I don't okay, know anything well, about it. It can't be that good to deserve third place. Okay, what would you put in place of that? Honestly, I'm going to go with The Nightmare Before Christmas. I think it's a really interesting oh, Tim Burton. holiday movie and obviously very, you know, also Halloween, but right. uh, but great. Would you keep, uh, all right, what would you keep? At, would you keep It's a Wonderful Life at number one or rank it lower? I think. It's a wonderful. I think it deserves the number one spot. I think if you asked anyone, that that movie will come up, and it's it's such a class. It's like the Wizard of Oz of Christmas movies. You know, it's it's yeah. always going to be oh. around. All right, deserve the number one spot. All right, Home Alone. What you have to keep that number two. You wouldn't rank that low. Yeah, for sure. No, I mean we watched it last night. It's it's so good. It's it's very quotable as well. I mean, it's go ahead. No, it's 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 very slapsticky, which the kids enjoy. And uh-huh. it's, it's, it's very fun. Um, I noticed uh, re- rewatching it that uh, Macaulay in a scene is eating Fritos, but there's some sort of specialty Fritos called Gator something or other. Never heard of them, but they look fantastic. All right. Well, have all the 90s junk food you want there. Watch the Grinch and like uh, frozen <laughs> macaroni and craft dinner. Like I said, I got speaking Canada. of um, the Jim Carrey Grinch is actually pretty solid. Oh, would I you think, put, all right, we can allow for honorable mentions. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, maybe the, in, would be in the top 15. All right, Grinch 2000. I saw that in the theater. Home Alone, I got on VHS. That's one of the first remember, first movies I saw on video cassette. This is how long back ago this was, kids. Yeah. And if we're going to talk animated movies, I mean, we'll I, I, I love the It's all live action for Barstool. Let's throw animated stuff in there. You threw a nightmare. Yeah. It's like stop motion, I think. Yeah, that's claymation technically, but I would count it as an animation. Yeah, it's animation. But um, 
Yeah, I like Peanuts. Oh, Charlie Brown. Well, Charlie Brown Christmas yeah, Charlie, TV special. More, it's not a movie; it's a television special. I know it's really short. It's like forty minutes, maybe even less. But um, I love the music from it, so I'm I'm gonna count it because you know if you do watch it on TV, they really milk it with the commercials. Um, yeah, they were spot the, on. Linus. I love the Scrooge McDuck Christmas oh, Carol. Oh, Mickey's Christmas Carol is that it? Yeah. Oh, that was solid. my dream. It was a holiday jam as a kid. Yeah, very solid. Um, I was blanking. There, there's another one that I just, uh, I don't know, we'll come back to it. Do you have any animated ones that are, are popping up for you? Mickey's Christmas Carol. I think Mickey's Christmas Carol would be good in there. Um, I'm going to say the... Well, the Grinch. It, was, it wasn't a movie, yeah. but it was a television special. I'd have to put the Flintstones in there with um, not their rendition of Christmas Carol, but the one where Fred's deputized to play Santa Claus after the real one, uh, I think, busts his ankle falling off a roof out making the rounds. That's hilarious. It's very Santa Claus, the movie but, plot. Yep. Okay. Well, back to movies here. For All right. Back to movies here. So. All right, the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, that deserves a number four spot. I think that should be in top three. Okay, top three, would you swap out Nightmare Before Christmas? Yeah, I think that beats out Nightmare Before Christmas for sure. Oh, there she is. We just heard her. Or maybe that was a dog. I don't know. No, that's her. I'm just checking on her. Okay, she's doing good. All right. Oh, that's her. Hey, what's up? How you doing? Say hi. Happy holidays from upstate New York. Hey. Happy holidays from Hermie the Elf. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. As you're walking around here. All right. Elf, does that deserve to be at number five or would you rank that lower? So, again, yeah. Elf beats out Nightmare Before Christmas. So that's in number four spot. All right. Christmas Story, does that deserve a spot in the top ten? Come in at number seven? You know, it's it's hard for me to, to really judge that one because they do show it so often that it, yeah. I'm a little burned out on it. Christmas Eve, it's Christmas too much. Eve, yeah. Christmas. It was great when you when you caught it every so often. You're like, wow, this is a great Christmas movie. But yeah, they, they really leaned into the popularity of it. But um, I think I'm, I'm that's where I'm going to say Nightmare Before Christmas beats it out. There you go. So, all right. So there you go. Christmas story. All right. Christmas. All right. She's getting a little impatient there. So we'll wrap this up. Oh, no, she's fine. She's, okay. she's just hanging out. All right. The original all right, the original Miracle on 34th Street. Eighth, or do you think it gets a lower spot? Uh, I think that's, a, that's fine. I'll leave it where it is. Okay. Miracle. All right. Number nine. I forgot what it was now. Oh, yeah. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Are you there? Yeah. Leave it there. Yeah, right. I'm happy with the list, I think. And then round it out with... Bad Santa. All right. Wow. That's pretty easy there, too. So I guess that wraps it up there for us. Uh, looks like uh, looks like I just heard for Pearl. So there's going to be two guests on the uh, Fantastic. Shit Fest. Pearl said he's not going to be there. So we got two guests. So I'll intersplice yours with Parada. So on that Ooh. note, what you got planned for Christmas there, sir? Me? Um, we're actually going to Hawaii on Monday to celebrate with the family. Oh, yeah. Be more, it'll be a more joyous occasion than what you had last yes. yes, Isabel is very excited to open presents. <laughs> all, right, all kids that age and, are up for Christmas. Oh, do you want to tell uh, Jason what you asked for for Christmas? Yeah, tell us, Isabella. Tell the audience. What kind of mermaid? 
a real live one. Yeah. yeah. She wants a real live mermaid for Christmas. I'm Dadashi. We'll find them in Hawaii, sure enough, kids. So. Oh, a tank. What size a tank. tank are you envisioning? <laughs> All right. Well, this went shorter than I thought. I would love to have heard Jim Perillo's. Uh, take on all this but we certainly wish him happy holidays and i certainly wish you the same my friend happy holidays merry christmas to the whole de Rossi clan and all our listeners in northern california well no i don't, I don't want to cut this off she can't hear you i've, I've got your you know headphones in okay. so this well, is a one-way street i can i can you know come, you know make sure i don't curse so yeah let's keep chatting a half hour what yeah, mine... but bro said he was gonna have to miss it so where's parada i thought you said he was coming in well He's coming. In. He'll be in, but he'll be in town next week. So, oh god, I see what you're saying. You're gonna splice it for... with the magic of audio engineering. <laughs> well, we'll just we'll just cut some of this in half and then just do parole. We'll just flip flop, flip flop. That's what's gonna be like right. in the episode. Great. Well, what are your plans for the holidays? Um, just gonna celebrate with the family. I'm gonna have uh, my sister, husband, and nephew. They live uh, just down the way. They're going to come over here in the evening. We're going to have supper. I'll be spending part of the day, too. I think my dad's going with his companion, spend part of the day with her kinfolk. Cool. Um, how far away are you from Schenectady? I'm about a good 20-minute uh, drive. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to be down there. That's where I'm going in January. I'm going to my sister's house. She, she bought a place down there. Oh, good for her. So, yeah, if you want, we can uh, get together for another recording. Okay, I don't know what we talk about. This is going to be your fifth. It would be your fifth appearance if that were the case. Well, let me think about it and see if I have time, and I'll reach out and, and we'll, we'll set it up if uh, if it works out. Okay, I think we'll make Isabella the third guest instead of Perello. Sorry, Jim, this is <laughs> long, buddy. But happy to see you just the same. And Jeff, uh, thanks for talking to me a little bit. Go back to tending to your kid and. Uh, Hopefully I'll see you here in the 518 at the beginning of the Sounds good. All right. Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas. How's fat is gonna use that sleigh? In case of rain, would there be a train that'll speed him on his way? If it doesn't snow this Christmas, how's fat ass get around to us? Say he breaks down on his way to town, would they let him use a bus? Okay, so combined list, uh, Jeff Dorati, uh, you may want to cover your ears for some of this. Ha ha. Train Places number one, Wonderful Life number two, Christmas Story number three, Christmas Vacation number four, Die Hard at number five, Home Alone the original number six, The Grinch with Jim Carrey at seven, Gremlins eight, Elf nine, Home Alone two, Lost in New York at number ten. So, All right, that's a good list. Yeah, good list. All right, man. I think we I think we did good work there, JB. Yes, we sure did. So now for the, we got some new listeners here. We're gonna do like Christmas traditions with. Uh, we interviewed Joe Brewer. This was way back in 2017, pre-Pandy time. So, with the Goombach Christmas, do any of you two do the Panettone for uh, for a treat oh, Christmas Eve? Oh, you know, I've never day? done that. This Panettone, it's like a cake. It's like an Italian Christmas cake. It seems like it doesn't taste very good. 
It's like a coffee cake. You must, of, right? you must do this. No, we don't do it. We don't do it. I don't know either. I've heard of it. It's like a cake where it's got like raisins in it, right? Yep, I heard of it. Yeah. You had it? No, nope, I'm not Italian. No, you're allowed to have it. <laughs> if you know Italians, you're gonna Adam and I are both half Italian. And I guess maybe it's the other half. One of us, yeah, well, you both, you know, sometimes you get, you flip a coin twice, you get two heads, you know. <laughs> Neither one of us can So none of that, but I know what it is, but I've never had it. There you go. So do any of both of you do the uh, Feast of the Seven Fishes? Oh, just got it. No, I do. I got, yeah. a, I, had, I got a whole Chapino. My mom just texted me. She put it out on the porch. Oh, cool. So I, got a, I made the broth tonight, and then I'm going to put some, I got some nice, beautiful clams, mussels, uh, scallops, and cod that I'm going to cook in the broth tomorrow. Oh, I hope it'll be a hit. Um, so normally I do di different dishes, but this year I decided to put it all in one, one soup. Wow. Going on, on the fish chowder. Yeah, with, well, with, I'm also with doing calamari man. salad. Who's well, with you, man. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, I'm sorry. Just, who's coming over for dinner? We got a big family. Rick. Oh, Rick. Christmas Eve, Uncle Rick and Linda and Cousin Lauren come over. Yeah. It's Rick Holmes for everybody out there. Right. That's, uh, they probably that's, know. That's Ace's uncle and his mother's side. Yeah, they didn't come last year because of, you know, COVID concerns. Yeah, so, yeah right. Team COVID kept them on. Good, so yeah. They're back in stock. shot out of a cannon this year. Hopefully, uh, hopefully everybody's, everybody's all back and uh, ready to rip. Yeah. I thought he was doing uh, steroids there. Yep. He's, like, on yeah, steroids. he's on steroids. I got my booster last yeah. month, ladies and gentlemen. He's on steroids. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, I do that every year. Yeah. Uh, for Christmas Eve. You don't do a big Christmas Eve, normally. Well, it's always, it's big. We, you know, we have the uh, retail business, so it's very different. Right. It's also build the listeners in. You're like, what, Joanne's Candy? It's a free advertising. Yeah, Joanne's Candy House. Free plugs, everybody. It's been very, very, very busy. We're very thankful for that. But it's also very exhausting. So Christmas Eve, we usually do like pizza and that type of deal. We got Vinny Giamuso, a very close family friend. He, uh, there you go. Preparing some food over at uh, Casino's Rent House. We're going over there. But it gets kind of vulgar. We often like, uh, you know, after waiting on people all that, we get we talk a lot loose with the vulgarity. I got a little, I got a little bit of trouble last year. I thought I was banned this year. <laughs> Too much eggnog. <laughs> I bring the eggnog to share, but nobody else wants it, which is great. Hey, I just don't like eggnog. It blows my mind. Weird, yeah. You like eggnog? Oh yeah, man, I do. Uh, let me guess, Joe. Uh, was there a certain adult beverage that was put into said eggnog that got you? It in came the with it. Yeah, I got the uh, the Ed Williams. Oh, and you yeah. get it right at the liquor store. It's delicious. So, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Get everybody shit faced on I that. I get shit faced on virgin eggnog. I just drink so much virgin of it. The sugar. <laughs> Yeah, so I was there one time at, at Lou Mazzari's house. Oh, Remember Lou Mazzari? Yeah, Paul Louie, uh, out, out of the uh, no longer DA of Erie County, he's gone into a... Uh, oh, he's in private practice now? Yep, and selling real estate on the side, on the so, side too. Well, there's a, he, he seems like he'd be a good salesman. His yeah. mom made apple turnovers once. Remember apple, no, apple fritters. Oh, apple fritters. And it was, must have been around Christmas season because she had eggnog. And I went over, Joe was there, went to the house and I had... I'm, I'm, I'm going to try not to exaggerate, but I think literally at least five apple fritters washed down each one with like a pint of eggnog. <laughs> and, and, and now, Lumazari is a big eater. My <laughs> brother, who was an even bigger eater, <laughs> his mom was shocked. Everybody was shocked at how much eggnog I drank. You're a sweets man. Adam's always you a sweets sweet man. man. You're like, well, you drink all our eggnog. You ain't coming over here again. I'll tell you that right Well, I figured I'd have to was eating light because I was, you know, just apple fritters. <laughs> and I'd, I'd wash them down with a big pint of They were big. big. They were they're kind of, they're they're kind of balanced. Very good. <laughs> All right, so just want to get into a little more in-depth in family traditions. Do you guys open presents on Christmas Eve or do you do it Christmas Day? Day. 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 How about you, Joe? Me. Joe, Joe, Joe gets cold. 
Don't go to get presents. All right, well, as an as a lone non. I mean, I don't have any kids. Like, I don't actually have a family. See, that's the more Italian type. We uh, well, we would do what we would do as a kid growing as kids growing up. My sister and I would get presents from our parents, quote unquote, on Christmas Eve. And then Christmas right. Day, we would open the parents' gifts from Santa. Well, see, that makes sense. So now we're too old to get gifts from Santa, so we just we pretty much right. just do Christmas Eve. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Now, let me tell you this. Uh, I talked Berkshires earlier. We would go when I was a kid. We would go over to my relatives' house, my grandma R.I.P., and we would go visit them. All our relatives would be there, and after we tended oh, nice. camp around what six o'clock, we'd come back, have a nice little party, mm-hmm. then we'd all assemble in the living room and open presents that night. That was from our relatives, and then. We would go home through the night, try and get to sleep because you know Santa Claus was coming and go oh, yeah. up with that, and then open presents Christmas morning. Now that's changed. This year is last year. We're going to open presents Christmas, uh, close to Christmas night after supper. So we're kind of bringing back that tradition. Oh, somewhere. I see. That's, yeah. that's because, how many people are we talking about? How big Well, so only six people. Me, my dad, his companion, my sister, my brother-in-law, and my nephew. And that's got to be hard for the nephew. we got to wait so long. Nine, the how old is it? Nine years old. Oh man, I couldn't well, wait know, that they, long. I think they do a little Christmas at his house, at the with his parents. I mean, my sister. So, so he'll already have gotten some presents. Well, well, let me tell you, yeah. waiting for presents. Need to be. No I'll be getting presents from my dad and uh, my companion. Also, I'll be getting someone that the whole deal. Well, yeah, I remember the wait was. A, Joe and I used to make our Christmas lists in the summertime. Because <laughs> that's when the, remember that when that's when the catalogs would come out. Yep. So instead of going to play in the woods or, you know, having some summer activity, we would go and make our list of demands to our parents. And it would be lots of like, you know, if this is too expensive, you can get me two of these things. Yeah. It's it's very cutthroat. Yeah. Wow. We yeah. Get the Christmas. Get Christmas has you got to start early. That's how long ago this was, folks. So it was two years ago. All right. So do you do uh, colored lights or white? Do you do colored lights on the tree? Colored lights outside? White lights on the tree? Jan Parada is a color light purist. Oh yeah. It's not like the, the white lights. That's Adam's mom, by the way. It should be noted. She likes, and actually, this year she had to get. She had the big lights. Oh, with old-fashioned big lights. Oh yeah, I know. Those, but yeah. every year another strand would break, and apparently they're very hard to find now. You can't replace them. Yeah. So this year, finally, the last strand broke, so she went with the little ones. It's still multicolored. Yep. I like it. I appreciate that. Yeah. What about you? You got your own house now. Oh, yeah, yeah, Do they celebrate yeah. Christmas in Pasadena? Oh, oh, you're. 80s and 2s. There's a mixed household. I was about to so, say, you got to throw the... Have they throw, considered throwing some blue lights on there, giving your wife... Well, we are the only house on our block without Christmas lights right oh. now. So I think we're shunned by our neighbors. So I at least judge. Lake Elizabeth. you got to put a wreath up That's very cut from Lake Elizabeth, I heard. Well, no, this is in, my, this is in Pasadena. Oh, we got Pasadena. a lot of... A lot of Boy. people who've been there for many years. A lot of very elaborate Christmas light displays. I'll bet they are. I was just too lazy this year to put out. Now I might start next year, but we'll have to do a little something. We'll put a little some sort of Hanukkah related thing. Yeah, put up the, there. Put Hanukkah. You like that? Uh, you guys get married? You got married? Oh yeah. Oh, you did. Okay. A married man. Did you know that? I, I knew that. Yeah. JP, you, you were gonna get married. When you get married? September seventh. Oh yeah. In Pitkin County, Colorado, Civic uh, Clerk's Office. Nothing like a courthouse wedding, huh? Not even the courthouse. Just the room you go in if you need, like, hunting license. Or if you, you know, you like, sign up for, like, driver's you take her, You took her name. You're Adam Meyerson. Yes. I'm Mr. <laughs> Amy Meyerson. I, took two, I don't even have my first name. Oi. 
And yet, and yet, and yet, little Wesley and your daughter are probably going to get the uh, the double barrels with the last names. Well, he's got the double last name. You give him the hyphenated last name. Right. So get mother first and father. Uh, yes. Right. So I still have the place of honor at the, the end of the name. So well, there you go, right there. Mm-hmm. Right, well, if you just say his name, it might be like that. Myerson's his middle. Name. I busted Adam Chops. Big chop buster. <laughs> uh, over the Wesley having the two names. <laughs> he's he, he's right. got a Jewish it's last, a Jewish and, a, and an Italian last name, and he looks like he's a Swedish boy. <laughs> so it's going to confuse people. It's going to be interesting to see what he grows into. Anyway, Joe, um, do you do the, what do you do with the life situation? Uh, that, uh, well, I can tell you what Joe does in his house. Yeah, he puts yeah, nothing yeah. up, Jay. Yeah. Yeah. Put, you know he's, he's got, got no tree. lights. Do you believe that? Do you at least have a Christmas tree? No. He's a Grinch. Full Grinch. Damn. I'm not proud of this. I, <laughs> it's true. It's just a matter of... You have had a tree at one point. You had a tree. When Benway lived with me, Benway we, we really did it up. We had two yeah. trees, you know, automatic lights, big remote tree control guy. lights. You in front of the window, I remember. One in front of the window, one in the family room. Lights outside. Benway was big into doing the lights outside. Yeah. I'll tell you uh, what, at Bullet, I'll tell you what, at Bullet House. We, I do the uh, Halloween decorations though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We went back to doing the decorating bit after some years after. Things starting last year with the pandemic, we said, all right, we're just going to go back to. Having the, we're gonna go back to putting up the lights here. We're gonna go back to doing that. What do you do? Cru- colored lights, white lights. I like uh, the, I'm a person to a blue light. I like the blue light. I think we know why. Anyway, <laughs> white lights uh, on the tree, colored lights outside. <laughs> it's a Jewish thing. Is that a, yeah, you found it. That was a good a, thing. Well, that was a very subtle anti-Semitic joke. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm thinking thinking that anti, it's not anti-Semitic. You're you were married. You're Jewish, and I'm thinking much. back to 2017 when we were, and I'm thinking back to free painting days when we did the first holiday Christmas down at Howard Peace, and there were some stuff to use. Okay. That was you, me, uh, three of us, and uh, Julio over there. A big shot to Julio. Happy holidays! Oh, yeah. So, all right. So, um, well, wait, wait. Sorry. What kind of lights? I got distracted by your anti-Semitic comments. <laughs> Still oh, does. does. Set up. Uh, you know, she used to do that with Gene Matthews. 
old neighbor. This Matthew had a big uh, whole, whole uh, you know, world of the Victorian building. Wow. That's our old neighbor. Where do you get the stuff? I mean, they used to have to go to a store to buy it. You know, when you go to the place in Clifton Park, Mob What's that place? Wits End? Wits End is where you go. Shout out, I live yep. right nearby. Yep. You live, oh, that's right. You're a half moon guy, yeah, right? Half moon mechanic on your right. All the front of home ground. Yeah, Wits End you, you go. It's fantastically expensive all that, that stuff. My sister loved that place. Yep. Anyway, I got a couple more questions I'm pulling out of my ass here. So I wanted to uh, ask, um, there's, you probably have, uh, Christmas time can be a time of joy, but it can also be a time of some drama when you got the road that's over and you got some old rows breaking out and shit gets said and like that. I don't know if the both of you guys, has there been any instances where the relatives came over and, oh boy, it's going to be trouble? Well, we know it's going to be trouble when my Uncle Rick comes up, but we like that. That's good. Yeah. He always, he has, his move is he drinks about five Heinekens in like the first ten minutes. <laughs> and then he just coasts on that for the rest of the night. <laughs> he just knocked down five Heinekens yep. like, let's go, let's yep. do it. And then he's, then he's, you know, he just, he's set. So he's, but he's always, always very fun. Uh, no, no, no drama. Uh, my one, actually... The, the most stress I ever had on Christmas was when I was telling Bruno the story the other night. I was a big He-Man fan, and I was probably seven, and I, I got, I asked for and received the Skeletor Fortress, Whoa, which had go. a bunch of slime involved, and I was too afraid of it to take it out of the box. Oh. Just the, the image on the box was so intense and scary for me that I made my mom return it, because I couldn't handle it. So... That's really my only Christmas I never even heard about thing. this, by the way. I was, I was too embarrassed until was two days ago, to tell you. Yeah. Wouldn't let me play with the G.I. Joe no. base that he no. had. You even got to see that. With the missiles that came out of it? Yeah. You also had the Playmobil Pirate ship. I got, always got... Well, you, yeah, you had the Christmas. big... Yeah, but you had the, you had the bigger Lego Pirate ship. You had the bigger Lego ship. I had a good Lego year one year. Fourth mm-hmm. grade. I had a good Lego year. Because I had the, the, little, the little one. The Playmobil Pirate ship was pretty dope. You had the firing cannons... I think you can put out somebody's eye. Yeah. I think now if you get it, you can't because some eyes got put out. The cannons don't Back work. Like that, like that, uh, like that uh, rifle at Christmas. Right, right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, the ultimate thing you had that was like that was the Ninja Turtles pizza thrower. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was and a helicopter. It was basically a gun. Hockey puck discs yeah. that shot out at yeah. a high rate of speed <laughs> with astounding accuracy, if I remember correctly. Yeah. You would just shoot them at, like, your sister. Yeah, it was great. Those were the days. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh to be young and foolish again, oh. even with the toys we got. Uh, but back but to the G.I. Joe Mobile Command Center that you never Christmas, let me play. I got that, and then I also got the Rolling Thunder, which was the thing with the missiles thing. Uh, same Christmas. I must have been the so good that You let me look at the Rolling Thunder. I, let you look I couldn't at play it. with it, but I could look no, at it. The, I think the I Mobile you... Command Center gave them... Yeah, you don't Anybody even out there listening, Google Mobile Command Center, G.I. Joe. It was like uh, Nigel Tufnell's guitar. <laughs> <laughs> don't even look at it. Or maybe the amp. Or the amp, yeah. yeah. It was, it was the size of this table. <laughs> it was pretty sweet. And I got them both in the same Christmas, I remember. I remember even, like, like as the kid, I, as a kid, I was like, oh, I, what did I do to deserve these? Oh. I wasn't that good. I should have done, like, worse gifts you ever got. I remember, like, well, yeah. that was, like, scary. Or maybe gift they gave you the most trauma. That was it. All right. But yeah, no, I know, no, no drama. Usually it's pretty drama you, free. Any problem with the family members at Christmas? Um, no, not really. We get along real well. My brother in law can be a bit of a 
but nothing real serious. Nothing like get out of here, will you? See, I only have to see people once a year, basically. Even if they're being annoying. Well, I don't have that, you know, uh, relatives and everything, especially when one part, one pair of hand and uncles got COVID earlier this year. Oh, they okay. were covered by God, thank God. Okay. You know, we don't see them as much as uh, much as we used to. They don't come over our house really, but uh, we don't see them as much either. I see. Where do they live? North Adams. Oh, they're the North Adams point. Yeah. Okay. Well, like I said earlier, off mic, we were the only members of the Bullock family who got the you know what out of there. And went, sometime after my dad married my mom, God rest her soul, R.I.P. Close to R.I.P. Oh, Christmas yeah. without you. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Merry Christmas. There you go. Merry Christmas. But I will say, North Adams, Massachusetts is an idyllic little town. If I, yes, it is, man. I know. I do there, so. there were times this year where I went over to my dad's companion's house and I did like a, like a, a weekend. Like one time I did like an overnight or Fourth of July, then oh, I did yeah. one later that summer. And then, it's very nice. You got your, what is it, mocha? We're going all over the road, folks. We're kind of getting out of the Christmas I feel like stuff. that place is only like 10 minutes as the crow flies from Saratoga, but you have to go on all the weird roads. So it takes you got to go on the back half. roads? Yeah, that's how we did. Was like, like, Falls, that, that's the way you get there. Cambridge, who's it called? That whole thing. Now I just go from Scatico living right When now. I drove there, it's like the only time I had ever been on any of those roads to get over there. Basically. Yeah. Well, there you go. All right, well. We got one more here, and then we're going to wrap it up. We're wrapping it up? I thought we were setting the record. We got like another hour and a half to go. 2018 all over again, folks. Oh, Jim Perot, come home, I'll forgive it. Anyway, we're getting into the new year here, so what do you think is your hope for 2022 as we uh, get ready for to close out this year and get the, the old Hope year for the year? Yeah. Oh. You're probably going to say end of the pandemic. I wouldn't nah, either. I'm okay with it. I don't, I, I'm okay with it keeping going. I like the excuse it provides me to get out of stuff. And not get out of the house. Especially, you won't be getting out of the house much when you get that second kidney. That's you know, true. That right now. Well, the pandemic was very well timed because it was when Wes turned about four months old. Whoa. So it's like we weren't going to go out anyway or do anything. So, so like, yeah. But my hope would be that I can do a summertime shit fest. It, it liven in the flesh. For on the kitty pot. That would be my hope for 2022. Yeah. Because we didn't do one last summer. We didn't do one, man. That would be nice. And I talked to you the weekend of our uh, 20th reunion. Uh, you were in Pasadena. Oh, uh, yeah. How was the reunion? That was nice, man. That was, that was great to get in the chat folder. We had a great uh, great time here. I saw some of the footage. Where you were here? <laughs> I was in Sarah Paul. Well, Maybe Brothers? Yeah, no, we went to Whitman Bourne down at the camp. Oh, right. Had the whole, I like the whole thing. You had a good turnout? Good turn, great turnout Friday night, then less so Saturday night. I don't know if you heard that first, but anyway. What was the Saturday night? Uh, not Saturday night, it was Saturday afternoon. We were at the park, and they tried, I think they did something Saturday night. I forgot what it was. Or I oh, it must know, have been fun. Yep, and uh, well, it wasn't this, I'll tell you. Then <laughs> Sunday, went out for a little farewell lunch, and then that was Good. it. So, all right, Joe, uh, what do you think is going to be uh, your biggest hope for uh, the year ahead? Picking your brain here. Yeah, that's a, that's a, you're not afraid to ask the big yeah, question. Tough question. Yeah. Can I ask you yours first? Searching yeah. question. Okay, well, you're All right, go ahead. Let's reverse rules here. What's yours? Flip the script on. Hopefully, uh, it ended the pandemic, but um, I kind of like the little restriction there. I'm like, uh, I've, I haven't gone out much anyway, so yeah. it's all good. Anyway, Joe, all right, now that I've offered mine short and sweet. Oh, that's a car. Uh, all right. Cop out. That's a cop out, Jay. Proud <laughs> <laughs> is calling you out. I'm calling you out. You oh, gotta have boy. something else beyond that. Oh. All right. You well, can think. 
you can think. All right. We'll edit, we'll edit we'll the, the record out. <laughs> well, how about this? What are your goals for the, the pod? Well, specifically. Well, get as, many, get as much episodes out as I've had this year. Are you at 200 yet? Nope, I'm not. This is 144 in the series. Oh, man. 150? You're going to do something big for 150? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know if you really do anything for Sesquicentennial. That's very admirable, Jay. 144 episodes you've done? Wow. This one, well, this wow. is 144. I feel like most podcasts don't even get anywhere near that. Yeah. And they're all pretty, like, you know, content. There's no throwaway episodes. You right. get at least a half hour of content in every one. I've done so many. I got pretty close to 30. What's but your favorite go. one ever? Oh man, that's a tough question. You think I gave Joe a curveball? You think I threw Joe a curveball? <laughs> You're throwing me one. Um, I got to say Jim Perrell, we did at Henry Street Tap Room. It was fun. That was a great conversation. Then I texted him to put Sam, Sh- get Sam Charbonneau in Oh, there. right. That was the ship pass from a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, that was like 4th of July weekend. And here comes, and then... Uh, Wait, was I there? No, you weren't, but... Uh, oh, well, now I'm offended. <laughs> it wasn't a part of your most favorite one ever? Basically, what I was asking was, what was your favorite one that I've been on? I'm going to say the first audio shit fest we did uh, at the October of 17 over at the Harvey's. Oh, yeah. That was when so Benway was on that one. I think. Ben Benway walked, ben walked in when we were recording. And That's then right. Was, uh, I was there. Yeah. Yeah. When we got our own private room. Right. Yeah, we got the little side room right there. I remember right. that. That was right. Okay, well, um, I guess I'm going to say Joe Bruno hopes to the end of the now. pandemic as well. He looked like... No, we don't want the pandemic to continue. <laughs> All right, well... Okay, well, if you want to wear masks in public, go ahead. That's okay by me. So, um... I think we're running out of letters, though, for the variants, right? We're at O. We're at Omicron here. We're, I don't know how many letters there are in the Greek alphabet. Well, we're near... We're at this the Chinese alphabet next. <laughs> I assume they've come up with some other ones even at, with, after Omicron that weren't, weren't like a big deal. So they, because all the ones like since Delta weren't, evidently weren't a big deal. We didn't hear about yeah. Move. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a big, it yeah. wasn't a big deal. Pie is pie next. Yeah. That's yeah. delicious sounding. The pie variant. There you go. That's a, that's a silver line for that dark cloud, maybe. All right. Well, guys, um, this is going to be it right here. This is a week. Hopefully you haven't tuned out yet. Wait, what's our time? I, I don't know. Maybe we don't a live tape or a live I think we've gone for almost an hour, so I'm splitting this up between the Durasi and Oh, right. I see. we got to so. make... Okay. All right. All right We're well, getting bumped for Durasi. I understand. <laughs> no, we just go back, forth, back, forth. Don't worry. But anyway, from Saratoga Springs, New York, I'm for Joe Bruno, for Adam Parada. Right. Let's say it together. One, two, three. Merry Happy New Year. Merry New Year. Happy New Year. Happy holidays to everybody from uh, Saratoga to all the world. We'll see you in 2022. Cheers, everyone. It was a stone groove, my man. You are the most righteous. Yeah, right. Just get the fuck out, man. Let's go. Shit. Come on. Hey, JB, wishing you, your family, and all your followers a happy new year. Derek Pedra closing it out right there. Well, folks, that does it. The fifth annual Keep It To Yourself podcast holiday shit fest done and in the books. I certainly want to thank my three guests, Adam Parada, Jeff DeRossi, and Jim Perillo for their appearances here on this episode. Adam joined me, as I mentioned earlier, from the old hometown, Saratoga Springs, New York, while Jim Perillo and Jeff DeRossi came to us from different parts of the United States of America, and we were united by the power of Zoom. I certainly want to thank them again for their appearance here. And wish them and their respective kith and kin a happy and safe holiday season. 
Before we wrap up 2021 here on the old Kitty Pod, I got some pod shoutouts that I want to get out here. First up, there was no episode of Greetings from Allentown, but GFA Live, Peter Winston and Keith Langston did a live watch of the 1995 mob movie Casino, starring Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro with a memorable turn by Don Rickles, the late great. Steve Bennett, happy holidays to him in western New York, also Pete Winston in the Boston area. Steve Bennett, the sportscasters, the most recent episode as a recording featured Dan Shaughnessy, longtime Boston Globe columnist, and Dana O'Neill, keeping on the basketball theme, with a book about the glory days of the Big East Conference in the 1980s, St. John's, Georgetown, Syracuse, etc., etc. Dan Shaughnessy also has a basketball book about Larry Bird. Great interviews both. Meanwhile, the 24-inch podcast, Steve and Dave Rollins, broke down the 37th annual Slammy Awards, the 1987 edition. Vince McMahon singing Stand Back. I thought he was doing a cover of the Stevie Nicks song of the same name when first I heard about this. But it was some crazy stuff right there, and they break it all down. I forgot to give Petey's uh, Twitter handle. You can follow him at GF Allentown. As for Steve, you can follow him at the sports underscore casters. The Breaking Down Show, Pete A. Turner. Follow him at Pete A. Turner. Happy holidays to him out there in California, IA. Deborah Stone and Mitch DeVore were his guests this past week. And Loyal Little's podcast, Elliot Olshansky, was the most recent guest of the Loyal Little's podcast. Happy holidays to Chuck and Roxy and to all my podcast family, wherever they may be. You can follow the Loyal Little's podcast at Loyal Little's Pod on Twitter. Hello and happy holidays to all you Keep It To Yourself fans. Thank you, Jason, for hosting. I'm Cynthia Maywald. And cheers and a happy new year from Portland, Oregon. If you're hearing Vince Garaldi in the background, that can only mean one thing. We're about to close up the old kitty pod for another year. This is the One More Thing segment if you haven't sussed it out yet. This is where I give my reflections on something either related to this episode of the podcast or something entirely different or something I didn't have a chance to discuss in the main body. Well, we're going to circle back here, and this is the last episode of 2021. I'm going to give my reflections on this year. Oh boy, what a year this was. Start out with an insurgency at the Capitol building. COVID was still running rampant. It was the main thing. There was really no variants yet. I've had some personal troubles. You know, 2022 is going to be the year where I finally get a hold of my mental health. I've been looking to get an ADD diagnosis. I've had some trouble at work in terms of paying attention, focusing. It's also seeped over into my life, too. So I'm finally going to get a chance to get a grip on my mental health, as it were. I think I owe it to myself, my family, and my friends, and all those who care for me to do something like that. There were some positives, though. It wasn't all negative. I got a new car. There's a 2022 Hyundai Kona in the garage at Bullet House. I was able to have an in-person 20th high school reunion. Thank you, Jeslyn Bell, Nay Charbonneau, XBB, for helping out in that regard. We had a wonderful time back in mid-August. I wish it could have been more attended, at least the latter two events, but, you know, this stage in our life, we're busy with kids, we're busy with married life, all that stuff is preventing us from doing stuff like these. We're living our younger days. But 
all in all, I was glad with what happened. Go back and listen to those episodes. Those are in the archives. Especially doing the live stream Friday night down at the Whitman Brewing Company in Saratoga. That was enjoyable. At this moment, I want to thank all of you, and I mean all of you, for your support this past year. I want to thank my guests, who are going to be mentioned right now. Doing this off the cuff, I'm terrible at this thing, folks. Anyway, off the top of my head, I would like to thank Jeslyn Bell, Sarah Berger, Tyler Kelly, Pete Meisberger, Dallas Wells, I think, and Jen Lounsbury for their appearances on this podcast, many of which came during our high school reunion, as I've already mentioned. I was happy to say 2020 good rinse, but it looks like 2021, the way things are going out late in the game with this Omicron variant, the coronavirus, running roughshod over everybody, the sports world's getting affected. I hate to turn this into Jason Sports Corner, but the Premier League's getting the brunt of it. You know, NBA, the NHL, the NFL, college basketball. Holy smokeroonies. It's going to be some tough going this holiday season if you're a sports fan. Not the least of which YouTube TV just took ESPN and ABC stations off their platforms. So, it's going to be tough going this holiday season. Negotiations are ongoing. Hopefully they'll be back in time for Christmas, if not New Year's. So, on that note... And why not? The NHL isn't on NBC anymore. I want to be able to watch the Winter Classic if that's still going on. But anyway, that will about wrap it up here for the Keep It To Yourself podcast. Not only episode 144, but this will also be the 30th episode I've released this year. And that will do it also for the year 2021. At this juncture, thanks again for your support this year. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your feedback. I certainly appreciate it. I wish you and your families and all those you hold dear a happy, joyous, and safe, and I mean safe, holiday season. Merry Christmas. Blessed Kwanzaa. Happy New Year. All the best to you and yours in 2022. Love you guys. As always and above all else, wait for it. Now more than ever, Keep smiling. And mask up and get the vaccine during the holidays, too. See you next year, folks. God bless you all. Otis lives. Love you, Mom. Again, just two more updates before we wrap it up for reals this year. As of last weekend, all the Disney platforms, ABC, ESPN, all that, is back on YouTube TV. As for the NHL, they're on break till at least after the holidays. Just so you know. Thanks for listening. Happy holidays. Sit, boo-boo, sit. Good dog. Money isn't everything, Mortimer. Oh, grow up. Get the fuck out! Wait till I finish my Saratoga. This has been a Kitty Pod production.
produced in Saratoga County, New York, shared with the world.